Hey guys, I want to thank you so much for being uh, first listeners to this on the podcast or if you're watching this live. I want to invite you guys as a thank you to be a guest on the show. So all you need to do is send me an email. The email is guest at investinyourselfpod.com. In the subject, say podcast series guest. And in the body, just say, hey, who you are, what your podcast is, where you're about. Send me three episodes you think I'll enjoy listening to, and then I'll reach out to you and we'll schedule a time for you to be on the show. So remember, that's guest at investinyourselfpod.com. And I look forward to listening to your podcast and then learning about you. So without further ado, let's uh, listen into the today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Invest in Yourself, the podcast series. I am, of course, your host with the most, the podcast mobile feel better. And today I am happy to have on the podcast, the host and creator of Mewel back on the podcast, Frank McGuire. Frank, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks for having me on, man. I'm excited to talk to you. All right, Frank, you have over 113 episodes of your podcast. Yep. How did you get started and why? Well, you know what, before that, let's take a step back before we jump sure. into the nitty gritty. Why don't you just give us a quick introduction about who you are and sure. what your podcast is about? Okay, so my name is Frank McGuire. And like Phil said, I'm the host and creator of Meanwhile Back on the podcast. And um, I'm in Canada, uh, if that matters. And I'm, I'm a nerd. I've been a nerd all my life. Uh, I love everything that is geeky and nerdy whether it's comic books film television i just have a real passion for things i'm very passionate about the things that i enjoy and that's kind of what led me to start the podcast is because after after uh, a relationship a, a serious relationship i had ended um i kind of had a lot of free time on my hands so i decided to uh to get back into some of the old things I kind of lost touch with uh, during that relationship. And I ended up going down a rabbit hole again with Star Wars and Marvel and DC. And I really love this new modern take on what was happening in those spaces. And I just kind of latched onto it. And when I started to get really deep into it, I found that there was this, this sociopolitical subtext in everything that was happening in this space but it was coming from the fandom it wasn't necessarily coming from the content creators at that time um and i'm someone who's very neutral i'm 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 what you call i like to call myself politically homeless okay. i don't belong to any party i don't really subscribe to any one train of thought like you know i'm a very i'm a very divergent thinker um, I'm always looking to get as much information as I possibly can about any subject and make my own mind up about it. And what I found was, is like, it was very orthodoxical the way that the thinking was being passed around in this space. And it got to the point where you couldn't have certain opinions or else you were a racist or you were a misogynist or you were a sexist or you're an ableist. And you know, this, this, you know, the whole, and I don't mean to offend anybody who's listening to this, but this whole a term, you know, social, I'm, I'm just going to use a, I'm going to use the colloquialism that we've all used. Yeah. Social justice warrior. The tone of like the world of the social justice warrior started to invade my fictional spaces. And I was like, what the hell is going on here? And 
the conversations just started to become more heated and more heated and more heated and more heated. So I literally started, meanwhile, back on the podcast to show that people who don't necessarily agree with each other on things can have a rational and balanced conversation without getting into any name calling, hyperbole, or ad hominem attacks. Because that's when a conversation breaks down. It's no longer a conversation. It's a fight to be right. That's all it is. Because nobody wants to back down in the face of somebody them somebody calling them a name or telling them that there's something that they aren't because the natural proclivity is to want to defend yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to take that conversation back to a place where people could actually talk to each other. And so that was, that was kind of the impetus behind the show. And as I started to get to a production stage, I literally went out and I found co-hosts who disagree with me, who I knew disagreed with me. And we're, on, and we're on different sides of the political spectrum. Um, Saba Mir, who is uh, one of my co-hosts, we have some of the most, well, we have a very contentious relationship on the show. <laughs> um, and it's because of where she is sociopolitically. And it's because of where I am sociopolitically. And, but we respect each other. We respect each other's opinion. Um, and I have that same dynamic with Christina Dudamas, um, I'd say the one that I'm most kind of in line with is probably Brad, Brad B and Jeff Mack, I'd say, and, and Taco, Taco Brown too. Um, you know, we kind of all see things in a very same light and Christina and Saba are there to kind of balance us and they do a fantastic job. So my goal was, was to create an environment where all opinions could be heard without any shouting down, without any trying to shut down the conversation, but to encourage the conversation. And I think we've done a good job of that. I think that's, that's something that's present in our show that, um, that we've maintained and uh, something that we're very proud of. I like how, you, so first of all, I love the fact that you went first, this is what I want. I want to take out the stupid, I'm going to call it stupidities sure. of fandom. Cause yep. it, there, I, I was on a podcast, I believe, uh, a mutual friend of us, uh, you're, you're friends with the crew over at Fake Nerd Podcast, I believe, yep. right, Brandon and them. I yep. believe I was on Bra one of Brandon's podcasts that he has. He has a plethora of it. I'm trying to catch up to him. Okay. Uh, but he just, he gets them out in like record speed. <laughs> um, and we were talking about the toxicity in the fandoms. Yeah. Specifically, like, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, my mm -hmm. favorite movie of all time is Return of the Jedi because it's the oh, first wow. movie. Okay. It's the first movie I remember watching when I was, yeah. Me too. My dad took me into the city to see Return of the Jedi. Oh, yeah. you're lucky. I got to see it in my uncle's basement. And forever, for the longest time, whenever I would hear the 20th Century Fox's like fanfare, 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 I'm like, oh, yeah. we're watching Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> I was just Pavlovian into Star Wars thinking uh, whenever yeah. I heard that. Yep. So being in part of the fandom of Star Wars, and I'm not a like, I love it. Um, but I can see the faults in the movies and all that. Like I'm able to sure. step back and look at it as a fan, like sure. my fandom, it's perfect. Never touch it again. But as a, like, cause I do have a movie podcast so I can look at it critically and see, yeah, there's flaws. There it's not flaws. this perfect movie, but as a fan, there it's perfect. Flaws. Yes. You know? Yes. And but you mentioned, you mentioned this stupidity and I think the best way to, to define that is lack of objectivity. Yes. Okay. Lack yes. The lack of objectivity and an idea and 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 uh, and uh, uh, an ideological bent kind of mm -hmm. combined with that, you know. 
but yeah, yeah sorry, and, sorry to cut you off. No, it's perfectly fine. And it, that's a way you're well, obviously well read, uh, yeah. far, far superior to my, uh, $2 words You're using $10 words in this podcast already. <laughs> so already people, he knows more apparently than I do. Um, or at least knows the dictionary better than I am the Thoris better than I, um, those are my $10 words. <laughs> um, but I love how you, when you, before you even started, you're like, okay, this is what I want. I want to take out the, the shutting down of conversations because if we shut down the conversation we can't learn from each other we can't see oh maybe maybe my point of view is 90 percent right but there's this 10 percent that's wrong because i never had this you know like you said social economics like i'm a white dude middle class white dude like there are certain things that i've i'm never gonna have affect me because of my social economic status same here here. and so by so that 90% may be right, but that 10% we don't understand because we've never faced it. And have you specifically went with people who would disagree with you because you knew that would help one, make you a better person, make mm-hmm. you a better ally to people of different nationalities, different social economics things, because you're interacting yep. with those people and you're yep. creating a culture showing like, Hey, look, this person's on the far end of the spectrum. I'm on the other end of the spectrum. But when it comes to this, we can take care of all we can, let go of all that and have a conversation about this specific piece of nerdism or uh, fandom. Absolutely. And I wanted everybody to have a voice in the show. You know, this may sound like this. I'm, I'm sure this it's truly Canadian, by the way. Sorry. I'm also Canadian. I'm out in Montreal. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but the, the way of you running your show, everyone having a voice <laughs> is very Canadian. Because we're like, everybody deserves a voice, whether or not they're right or wrong. That's yeah. up to someone else to decide. But I'm going to give them the chance to at least vocalize their choices. Well, you know, the inspiration comes from Joe Rogan. I'll be completely honest with you. Like, okay. if I can be the Joe Rogan of the nerd space, I am totally <laughs> cool with that. Like, except for like the, you know, without the muscles and the other stuff and the cage fighting. Like, just basically. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to jump into the cage match? Hey, nerd. <laughs> We got it. We got the next MMA craze. Yeah. Nerd MMA. There we yeah. go. There you nerds go. just battling it out. Bulky yeah. nerds. Yeah. And you don't fight. You just stand across from each other and you, you tell each other what, uh, you know, what your power levels are and your abilities <laughs> and your, and your superpowers. Yeah. And we then, get that. Uh, and like you decide on people who's going to win like D and D, right? You just yeah. roll a dice. In the middle of the ring. We get a, we get a <laughs> five episode arc of just going, I'm charging up. I'm there charging up. There you go. There you go. But yeah, no, it like, you know, that was the inspiration because, you know, Joe, Joe's done a really great job of, of, of creating an environment for all ideas, no matter how crazy, how out of the realm they are. He just, he lets everybody sit down and speak to him openly. And he lets the audience decide what their takeaway is going to be. He doesn't try and color it. I'm sure he, like, he certainly gives his opinion and there are some biases every once in a while, but he doesn't try and overtly color you into a corner and say, this is how you're supposed to think about what this person just said. You know what I mean? And I see a lot of that in fandom and I hate it. I hate it. Like, so I want to be the guy where anything can be said to a, to a certain degree, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to invite, you know, you know, Superman, you know, Nazi Superman fans onto my show. <laughs> Oh, you're not you're not going all the way to the alt right and saying, "Hey, come on my show to uh, destroy the Punisher and all those great characters." Okay, smart yeah. move. Yeah, not those guys. And honestly, 
you know, the funny thing, it would be funny to have a Nazi on the show because then I could tell him that uh, Superman is a Jewish coded character and watch their fucking brains explode. That would be awesome. That That, that is awesome. always fun when they yeah. when they they try and take and like it, it's so silly with people who don't they say they know the history, but they don't. Yeah. And they have these like clear like. I'm I'm reminded of uh, an arc in a Captain America where he's facing um I think it's Agent 47 the guy who has the uh, tattoo of the American flag on his face. Oh, Nuke. Nuke. Yeah. And he's Captain America's beaten to a pulp cuz Nuke is obviously just a bunch of ma- uh, muscles yeah. and he's so patriotic and then Captain goes I'm an immigrant like you do like and he looks up to Cap because it's Captain America, right? Yeah. And he's like, I'm a child, like I'm a son of an immigrant of immigrants. And like yep. just saying, like, immigrants makes us better. Like they bring in different viewpoints and it keeps us from being stale. Absolutely. So having that, like, like, I don't want to hear any other outside ideas. That's the stupidest thing in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. <sighs> I want as many ideas as I can possibly take in. You know, I'm the I'm the first person to admit he's wrong. And honestly, I'm 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 gonna have to retract it well, well i'm not gonna have to retract the video but i'm gonna have to admit that i'm wrong about a recent video i did about spider-man no way home because that film is about to drop on thursday or friday and thursday and friday and the recent they did the, the, the um uh the earlier reviews are saying that some of my anxieties that i had about it are quite unfounded uh so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to talk about that and i'm cool with that i'm totally okay mm-hmm. with saying i was wrong about something because it invites me an opportunity to be, be to, to to find out whatever whatever information I need to be right about something down the road. You know what I mean? And there's just like this natural resistance to being wrong. It's kind of ridiculous, you know. So. I I have I have an idea on yeah. why uh, the later pe- like more and more people are we're in about the same generational uh, age range, yeah. but and younger. Um, I think it's because we were for so much in schooling to be perfect because we need to get that a's we need to get those b's so admitting wrong means we're not perfect and we were for 90 percent of our lives we were punched punched in the head with this you need to get these perfect scores you need to get these perfect things you can never be wrong you're always perfect 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 and i remember going into job interviews when i'm young when i was younger going what's one of your faults and it's like oh i'm a perfectionist yes and so I like that you're you're open saying yeah I, I screwed up but my my initial thoughts and like to yeah. be fair it is the third Spider-Man movie Sony does not have a very good track record with no. the third third movies yep. um and so I understand but I also trust Kevin Feige nearly religiously uh, when it comes to Marvel so when if he's if he has any touch on the the movie I feel a little my anxiety goes down but I can understand because this is like they're bringing in so many people. Well, that's the thing. I looked at it from the point of view as a screenwriter, right? Like I'm mm. in I'm in pre-production on my own project right now, and when I saw what John Watts had to stuff into this movie, you know, I got this picture of my head of a clown car rolling up to set and all mm. these fucking villains just piling out of it. Like you know, and I I just like how are you going to do this and give and give reasonable character and pl- sorry, reasonable and plausible click character arcs to everybody in the film. And then transition from that film into Dr. Strange, the multiverse of madness. Cause those things have to be back to back. 
mm-hmm. right? You just don't open the multiverse, shut it down for a couple of years and then come back and, you know, restart the story. This is going to be a, like, it's going to, Dr. Strange Multiverse of Madness is going to have to jump off right from that point, right? At oh yeah, point. it's going to, it's, what I think is going to happen, we're going to have, oh God, this is, this is specifically for my other podcast and not this one, but <laughs> It's 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 dropping soon. I need to talk to a fellow nerd about it. Sure. Um, when you're in, when you're doing podcast interviews and entrepreneur interviews, you don't get a lot of chance to talk with the nerds in your life. So <laughs> I'm stealing this moment, people. Let me have it. Um, I think what's going to happen, Doctor Strange will be at the beginning and at the end battle, and yeah. we're going to see multiverse of madness. I think will take place in between the points of uh, No Way Home. It's No Way Home that's coming out, right? Yeah, No Way Home comes out first, and then Multiverse of Madness, um, and then yeah, and then you have Black. Then I I'm just so like how adept uh, Kevin Feige is in controlling this narrative, including the Marvel and yep. now the the TV series and doing all of that, and it, it's a comic book come to life. Well, he's got he's got a lot of talented people on his on his team, um, and we actually got to interview. Uh, AC Bradley, who is the executive vice pro- executive executive producer and uh, head writer for What If, uh, the animated oh, series that they I'm did. jealous. It was great. Yeah, that's episode 105 on yes. your, and it was your season one wrap up. Nice. Yes. Yeah, it was a great episode. I really enjoyed talking to her. She was so generous. Um, she dropped a lot of Easter eggs, uh, things that I didn't realize that were happening in the show or things that they had talked about in the writer's room that I didn't know about. Uh, so that was really cool to get out to our listeners. So that was very exciting. Um, but yeah. I, I love it. No, I, I'm definitely going to be listening to that episode right yeah. after this. I have to go for a walk. So I might as well nice. listen to a great episode and nice. get some hints about a, an amazing series. Like I'm, I'm loving, what loving what, great. Yeah. Oh. great. Yeah. Um, so your why was because you wanted an open place where people could discuss yep. their th- different theories of fandom and yep. keep the I'm, BS out of it, pretty much. Be, be be friendly enough that we can have this open dis, uh, this discussion so that we're not yelling at each other and breaking down and creating a bigger rift that has happened in society. Um, w- w- with your 113 episodes going on, mm-hmm. What has been maybe a pain point that you've hit and you've been able to overcome in some different way? Um, Probably getting interviews with the right people, without a doubt. Um, And all it really took was just smashing the phone, man. That's all it really is. It's a game of numbers. It's, It's all law of averages. You know, I come from an extensive sales background and I've, I've heard the term law of averages all my life. It didn't matter where I was selling, who I was selling for law of averages is like this, you know, it's this, uh, it's this term that people just kind of lean on if they're in sales. And I kind of forgot it when I started doing this. And I just, you know, I, you know, I just eventually said to myself, let it, you know, just, let's just make phone calls. Let's send emails and let's kind of see what happens. Um, I'd say that was definitely a pain point. Um, the other pain point I think we hit um, was trying to figure out the best path to go in terms of um our podcast aggregator um like who to sign up with the host 
yeah, the host just trying to figure out who was like the best value for the money, um, trying to figure out, you know, who would deliver us the best value and having to try and sift through all these, like these product offerings for podcast creators now, just trying mm-hmm. to get all that done. And, and, uh, yeah, you know, I'd say those were some pretty challenging things. The rest of it kind of falls into my natural wheelhouse. You know, I consider myself a pretty creative person. You know, like I said, I'm in the midst of, I'm in the midst of pre-production, um, on, uh, on a feature film right now. Uh, I've written a couple of scripts for some TV pilots, uh, not that have been in production or anything. And I just love podcasting. I just love it. I love talking about this stuff. I think, you know, if you listen to any of my episodes, I'm at the top of the show telling you exactly what the episode is going to be about every, every episode. And I lead all the conversations, the majority of them. Um, I've had Sabo lead like three or four here and there. Um, and I think we'll have Jeff at some point do something, but it, you know, it's basically, you know, it's my baby. So <laughs> No, I feel you. It's, it's, yeah. it's your first child, if you will. Uh, when it comes to like podcasting, I look at it as the, you're, you're birthing a child, you're birthing some creative endeavor into the world. And yep. it's, 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 it's scary as all hell. Um, Absolutely. but I do like what you mentioned it the law of averages when it comes to getting the uh guests it's you have to do that outreach you have to connect with those people that can put you in touch um i'm wondering uh i recently a few months ago i actually had travis chapel he's the host of grow your network uh, a podcast that's specifically talking about how to network and get these amazing guests he's been able to have people like grant cardone molly bloom uh john lee dumas as well as um, he just recently interviewed Shaq. Nice. Yeah. This is a guy who comes from like humble door-to-door salesman uh, beginnings and is now growing. He has this amazing website called Guestio, which allows you to uh, book high pay, high profile guests. It's mainly geared towards more entrepreneurial people. uh, But I believe they may have some science fiction uh, and uh, nerd people in it, obviously. Nice. Um, but you can you can get someone like Les Brown, this amazing public speaker, you know, like this guy who's done TEDx and made millions of dollars mm-hmm. on your podcast. Instead of doing that hard work of networking to get him on, you just pay him. But also that can help you because you, you've had some amazing people. Like you've already had two, two writers who work for Marvel. Yep. You, had, you had Jason Aaron and you had uh, AC Bradley on using those names. You could probably get a lot more people. Yeah, no, I know I can. And, and it's just like right now we're in the midst of, we're doing, we're actually doing a format shakeup right Ooh. now. Yep. We're doing a format shakeup. Uh, we're trying to inject a little, like one thing I'd say we've done a poor job of is, is trying to find a way to, um, inject our personality into the show a little bit more, like just kind of play on some of our natural, uh, strengths. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like there are some considerable age differences on our show and we want to kind of find this, you know, fun segment to kind of showcase that a little bit, you know? So we want to kind of play that up. Um, you know, like I said, uh, you know, earlier Saba and I are kind of, uh, kind of an attraction on the show whenever we're on the same episode together and, and the fans know, if the fans know it's a topic that we're going to disagree on, they literally tune in just to wait for us to, <laughs> to kind of go head to head. Um, that's, 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 that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, 
you know, we want to, we want to lean into that as well. Um, not in a disingenuous way. It's just that Sab and I are both very passionate people and, you know, we want to, you know, we want to have more conversations between the two of us. Cause you know, we just want to kind of see that passion kind of be, you know, more, more developed out. So. No, that that's a great thing. Like having that attracted value, it means people are going to tune in each episode to yeah. see whether or not you guys have a, a, a not a heated, but a, a, a debate on a subject so that yeah. you guys can see who's right, not who's right and who's wrong, but yeah. whose points are maybe a bit more valid that you can agree with. Um, exactly while still st staying friendly obviously you guys are still f you're, you must be friendly yeah. after 113 episodes we are. Um, yeah. so th that's that, that's that's great to see how you even though you guys are on different sides of a political spectrum you can still come together and be friendly enough uh for the uh to work on this um i do want to get your we be hypocrites you know? exactly because like, yeah, yeah your your thing is a safe space for everybody to come in and talk and it, yep. i think I know when we were younger, safe space was thrown around a lot and it was kind of maybe made fun of, but I think you're bringing in the true value of what a safe space is. It's you're allowed to come and talk about your opinions, your ideas without being criticized, without being told that you're wrong, but you also have to be open to de uh, defending them so yeah. that you people can have this friendly discourse without develop, dropping into, you know, grade school, schoolyard bullying type uh, mentality. Yeah, the modern the modern um, definition of safe space is certainly more where you're protected from being criticized for having mm -hmm. the wrong ideas, um, or where your ideas are not like accepted. You know, you're protected from your ideas being being challenged, right? And that's definitely not what I'm trying to do. I want all ideas to just be open for you know you know like to be scrutinized, like you know good ideas good ideas can survive being scrutinized mm -hmm. because good ideas will always survive being scrutinized. Bad ideas, when they're scrutinized, they fall apart. And that's yeah. the nature of a bad idea. It, it, it starts to fall apart as you start to poke holes in it. And then it becomes an even worse idea. And then it just becomes a dismissed idea, which is where we need to get some of the ideas is, you know, like there's too many, there's too many, like, you know, we live in a society right now where every idea has equal value. And that's just not the way it is. Like no. that, that's just not the way it is. Like not every idea has equal value. Um, and you know, we're we're getting to a place where, you know, we're trying to intellectually and psychologically protect everybody, and that's just not going to lead to good things. It's not going to lead to good things. Like people need to be challenged. People need to, uh, you know, come up against resistance. And you know, ideas are certainly. Uh, you know, fall into that category as well. They need to be challenged. They need to be scrutinized because if they're not scrutinized, then they stay at the same level as a good idea and you never know what the good idea or bad idea is. So there you go. I fully agree with you. And I, I feel that we should bring the kind of like the scientific method over to ideas. Like we need the peer reviewing of those ideas. Like, cause I can have an idea, but if I don't mm -hmm. share with anybody, it's not peer reviewed. I can't tell if it's a bad or great idea, like you just right. said. So right. being able to have that scientific, like bring the scientific method over. And yep. uh, 
understand how powerful that is because it's you're working with people who are similar to you, but they're trying to get the same results as you and see the world through your lens so that they can say yes or no if it's valid. So I love that, that you're trying to bring that over to with the podcast and spread that out. Um, we're going to we're coming up to near the end of the show and I it's, it's it's been a pleasure talking with you Frank and I'm hoping to have more conversations with you about nerdism because uh more nerd stuff is better. Um yeah, man, let's do it. I do want to ask you about a podcast sure. that you listen to and I'm going to re- ask you to refrain from referring to any podcast that you produce or you are exclusively sure. on as well as any podcast I know. I know I have so many amazing podcasts, but please, uh, my audience doesn't need more people telling them to listen to my stuff. Uh, but a podcast that you'd suggest someone may be listening to in the nerd world. Okay. Um, okay. So I've already talked about, I've already talked about Rogan. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's something I won't reference again. If you're talking about the nerd world, I would say Imaginary Worlds. The Imaginary Worlds podcast is really good because the host, I can't remember the dude's name. I feel ashamed at this point, but hold on, I can't hold remember on, the dude's names. But he he puts he puts um, different topics in the in fandom into a very interesting lens where he explores it from uh, a more kind of documentary kind of style place. Mm-hmm. And he digs into all of the ideas. He brings in a lot of supporting uh, narratives from different points of view, uh, whether they be writers, whether they be um, philosophers, whether they be uh, artists. And he just creates a very cool narrative around the subjects that he talks about. Like that's definitely one of the ones that's a regular go-to for me as far as, as far as that space goes. Um, honestly, as far as other stuff in the nerd space, I really try and avoid them. And I'll tell you why is that I don't want them to bleed into my podcast. Not that I don't want them on my podcast. I would love to sit down with, you know, you know, a bunch of these people. I definitely see the fake nerd guys and us getting on a show at some point for sure. Uh, the geek, the geek awakens guys, um, you know, there's a number of podcasts I would love to sit down and talk to but I just don't want like I try and make sure that every time I come behind the microphone is I have a fresh take on something um, because I don't want to try and recycle somebody's ideas. There's a lot of guys in my space or, or a lot of content creators in my space that just literally just mine Reddit for other people's opinions and then try and pass them off as their own. And I see a lot of these guys getting called out for it now. And I definitely don't want to be one of those dudes where I hear something on another podcast and it, like it, 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 it uh, uh, subconsciously seeps into my into my narrative and then I present it as my own. I don't want to do that. So I try and avoid that. But yeah. No, I, I love that. <clears throat> Sorry. Um no, that's perfectly all right. Like I know a lot of podcasters who who step out of their niche specifically so that they don't it doesn't bleed over and they don't have that uh that problem and being called out like you didn't actually do this this was someone else's thing um we're coming since we are coming to the end i I, i'm looking at the imaginary worlds and it does look interesting it's hosted by and i was i wanted to know this is hosted by eric molinsky that's him yeah yeah and he this episode is on the crumpus so that's that's scary just looking at these pictures online (laughs) um but yes uh, Frank, I'm going to jump off screen here. I'm going to give you the last five minutes. Let my audience know where they can cool. 
connect with you to listen to your podcast. Maybe if you have any uh, connect with you on Instagram and all those places. So sir, the floor is yours. Awesome. Well, guys, listen, thanks for listening to this episode. Uh, I appreciate you joining in this conversation. If you want to check us out on me, if you want to check out everything, meanwhile, back on the podcast, the best way to do that is to go to solo.to forward slash meanwhile pod. It's basically just a placeholder for our website as we're building it right now, but you can find all of our social spaces, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, uh, YouTube, um, uh, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. You can find that there. And it also has a module for our uh, episodes. So you can actually click right from that page into our episodes. And uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on all your major podcast platforms. Uh, we would love if you guys would check our show out. We've got some really cool content. You know, we do everything from Marvel to DC to Star Wars to anime, sci-fi, fantasy. We touch on everything and we always try to call it right down the middle and allow you guys to decide how you feel about what we're giving you. Um, so thank you so much for listening. And yeah, I hope we guys see you guys on our side soon. Frank, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here and sharing your nerd uh, mind with us here on the episode and sharing some of the uh, amazing events that you've had on your podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, of course, in the show notes will be links to Frank's podcast. Meanwhile, uh, back on the podcast, um, please do check it out. Make sure you uh, like and subscribe to them because, hey, if you're a fan of nerds and want to see the different points of views being respectfully talked about, it's probably the best place to go. Um, so yes, please check out the links in the show notes down below. I thank you all and remember to invest in yourself. Hey, everybody, I want to thank you so, so much for watching the show and listening to the podcast. Uh, as a thank you, remember, you can always head over to my website, feelbetterinc.com and get free 15 minutes with me to talk about how you can grow your podcast, how to monetize your podcast, or even how to start your podcast. I have helped lots of people and I want to help you do the same for your business or just for your personal brand. So again, that is feelbetterinc.com. Head over there, book your free 15 minutes, and I'll be a pleasure to help you out. Have a good night and remember to invest.